All right, Free Kicks is up next, but first, listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. <laughs> Can you see my doodle from where no. you are? You know who else would? Walter Jacobson would doodle. Yeah. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. <laughs> he, uh, so you've seen his doodle? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. <laughs> Back to you with Howard Sudbury. And Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is the Tony Lasano Podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Back in the saddle again for another episode of Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Uh, Thanks for uh, tuning in. And we have a lot of stuff to cover, but before we get into the, the meat of the show, Adam... Um, I want to share a news story with you that I can't quite shake. Yeah, it's definitely got some meat on it, that's yes. for sure. This is uh, something that happened in France. An amateur player was suspended for five years, five years, wow. in a local league in eastern France for biting one of his opponents below the belt during a post-match fight. It gets worse. <laughs> the crime was committed after a second division game between Terville and Sotrich in a local league on 17 November. According to a local news website in Lorraine, a player from each side started fighting. Another Terville player joined in, apparently trying to separate them. The Sotrich player responded by biting the peacemaker's penis. Unbelievable. The victim required 10 stitches and had to take off four days of work. The events took place after the match in the car park. That's where this all went. I mean, this is just (laughs) unbelievable. Um, So the guy who did the biting is uh, suspended. This makes uh, Luis Suarez look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Five years. Yeah. And the guy uh, who was... uh, you know, started the fight. He also has been suspended for six months. Amazing. <laughs> I think Suarez got like eighteen months or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, so you it know, seems fair. Yeah, I guess the the lower you get, the the longer the time. Whew. So anyway, that uh, I just wanted to bring that to your attention <laughs> um, uh, before we discuss this. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? As far as I can tell, none of this has happened in the Premier League. No, uh, we've bitten ears. We've bitten shoulders. Yep. Been a lot of biting. Suarez yeah. was the culprit for most of it, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, Suarez is yeah. the uh, the professional biter. He's got those chompers. <laughs> yeah, he really does. And against some of those chompers. Ivanovic, he's one, one guy he bite. He bit it. He bit a guy twice, I think, so who knows? Who knows? Where are we going with this? Who knows? So, <laughs> the battle for fourth and fifth place in the Premier League is really quite a battle and it and it seems to me like nobody really wants to win this although this past weekend Chelsea did beat Tottenham which is a, was a huge win yeah it really was um, did you get a chance to see the game? I did I did I got up early of course watched yes. the game 6.30 kickoff kind of in a little bit of a daze for the first 10-15 <laughs> minutes put the contacts in and yeah you got to see it but yeah they, they, they did really well I mean um, I think they came out controlled the game 
Uh, obviously, Tottenham's down a little bit in terms of player personnel. Right. And Jose's going to obviously yeah. let you know that. Of course. It's never his fault. Never his fault. Uh, but, but to be fair, Chelsea still had to go out and win the game right. and uh, controlled it. And our man, Mr. Oliver Giroud, came yeah. through and scored a really good goal, played very well, I thought, for the game. Um, really was um, a, a little bit of an inspiration out there, actually, for the rest of the players. I yeah. thought it was good. And then, and not, we had him dead and buried, didn't we? We did. I mean, when we saw him in November, yeah. we saw him live. I mean, he looked like he was dead and buried, to yes. be fair. He was a, a French goner there, and he was he played very, very poorly in that game. And uh, But, you know, that that's the beauty of the game. You know, he came back, and he's been given a chance to play. Uh, so after that game, Sheffield United has a chance to uh, make themselves put them into fourth place, but they blew it. Right? They had a they had a draw in a game that they should have won. Yeah. Did you see any yeah, of that? Yeah, I did actually, and I, I thought they were going to win that one as well. Um, so a little bit of a surprising draw. You know, obviously a great result. You know, overall for the team down in the bottom there, but it was it was still a good. A good game, played well. Right. You know, um, you know, maybe Sheffield United will probably can think of themselves a little bit unlucky, but they're still in seventh place. Like you said, everything's real close. There's a little bit of leverage there with the three points Chelsea's ahead of Man United, right. who obviously had a good result as well. They did. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about them. Um, Man United is when they show up, they show up. You know what I mean? Uh, there are games that I, you look at them and they. Boy, that's Man United. These Martial had a, a fantastic goal yeah. where he <laughs> chipped it over the goalie. Really nice goal in a very calm manner, with you know defenders rushing at him. Mm-hmm. He just eh, chipped it right yeah. over the goal. Very yeah. nice goal. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought they was going to have after the high of beating Chelsea, and it is a high. Whenever you beat Chelsea, obviously it's a massive high for another team. <laughs> um, but you know, when they when they did win that game, I just thought they might just drop a little bit, just like they've been very inconsistent. But yeah. maybe Ale's got something going here. I think he's the players played well. The defensive line looked pretty solid. Um, and, you know, it was a good result against, you know, a team in Watford who are really trying to fight for their lives. Right. You know, and that's that's the thing. So I thought Watford might give it. But, you know, they're down there in the bottom, Watford, and, you know, Man United's there fighting for that place. You know, depending, fifth might be able to get you in, depending on the Man City situation. And that's where they sit right now, Man <laughs> United's yeah, in fifth place. Exactly. Got a couple of wins under their belt. You know, they've done pretty well. But, again, still a little bit inconsistent. And as we mentioned, that Sheffield was is uh, you know they're one point back. Yep. Uh, Tottenham also one point back. Right. So I mean, this is a this is very fluid. We still have what 10, 12 games left to go, or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, eleven games. Thirty. Yeah, thirty eight. They play thirty eight. Yeah. So it's it's getting down to that time, yeah. you know, and they'll have a little bit of a run of games. It'll get kind of busy around Easter time too. They'll have a couple of games on that Easter holiday weekend as well. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to get down right to the wire. So that's really what we're looking for. Well, and don't forget the Wolves too. Yes, uh, Wolverhampton. They're they're only they're only two points back. Right, they got thirty nine points. Yeah, exactly. So, so they're right there within striking distance as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a big three nothing win, three nil. Yes, me, yep. a three nil win. And Arsenal 
who was dead and buried like Olivier Giroud just a few months ago. Right. Um, They're now only three points back. Yeah, exactly. So both teams are right there pushing up. So, yeah, I thought Wolves looked very good. They had a massive win in Europe during the week as well in the Europa League. And, uh, you know, you, you wonder about their squad size, but it seems like things are working for them. The Portuguese maestro there is getting things done for yeah. Wol- for Wolverhampton Wanderers, and it was a great win, albeit against Norwich, but, you know, still a 3-0 win, comfortable, yes. did well. Well, um, as we're discovering, there's no such thing as an easy game in no, the Premier League. No, there's no easy games because everybody's fighting for their lives. Right. You know, uh, like we said, you know, if there's one team that's looking down... It is Norwich. It's probably Norwich, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is... But they've been a, a yo-yo club for most of the time. What I mean by that is they'll go down, they'll yeah. come back up. They'll go down yeah. and come back up. So they've, they've done that quite a few times in the last 10 years. Um, so, yeah, that was tough. But, yeah, um, Arsenal, I thought, looked really well. Two wins. You know, they're unbeaten in their last uh, six games. Right, right. You know, so... They, they've had a lot of draws, but I mean, yeah. they... They haven't lost. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I have a, a new slogan for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, this is my Sally Sells Seashells <laughs> by the Seashore for them. Yes. All right. Uh, here, this is how it goes. Shocking soccer with Shaka and Saka. Because <laughs> they've got a guy named Shaka. Yes. And a guy named Saka. Yes. And it is soccer. And it is shocking. <laughs> um, but uh, that Saka kid, he's 18 years old. Yeah. And he has moments of brilliance. In the first half of that game, he was amazing. Right. In the second half, he looked like me out there. He was <laughs> absolutely horrible. Yeah. But I guess you know when you're dealing with 18 year olds, exactly. That's the, 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 the consistent. We talk about that all the time. The consistency as well. But yeah, he looked a little rougher in that second half. But great first half. I mean, to be fair, they scored early in both halves. You know, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. How we, you know, when we missed, we, you know, I, I even missed the Chelsea goal when we was at the match because I couldn't get back quick right. enough. You should always be in your seat at the half time. <laughs> Golden rule. You know, I'm, I'm looking for other people to get to the other, get to the, to get to the game. But because there's always a goal in that first five minutes. That's true. Happened again, uh, the Chelsea game. It happened, uh, um, you know, with the Arsenal game. Literally, I think 45 seconds into the second half, they right. scored that second goal. So, so we're, um, we're recording this on Tuesday, and so yesterday the uh, the Liverpool West Ham game was yeah. on, um, and Liverpool came back and won three to two over West Ham. But that was a heck of a game. At really one good. point, West Ham was up two to one in Liverpool, and was looking like they were going to win that game. And then, of course, the firepower of Liverpool is yeah. just too much. It's just too much. I felt really bad for West Ham in this one because I, I thought they played really well, actually. They did. And I was I was pleasantly surprised. They needed a bit of a reaction after the Man City match because they were horrendous. Uh, the fans, you probably saw some of the fans really upset yeah. before the game with signs about getting the board out and and uh, their CEO is not doing the job, according to the fans. Right. Um, but uh, unfortunate because really when you look at how Liverpool scored... Probably you could say there was a couple of individual errors. Fabianski had a bit of a shocker on that second goal. Right through the wickets. Right right through the wickets. Um, I was watching it with my uh, Polish buddy there, Mark Wojciechowski there. And uh, I looked over and I said, well, if that's all you got in Poland, it's not very good, is it? Yeah, that's true. So uh, I know Szczesny's the other goalkeeper there too, but um, it was a rough rough one through the wickets. Right. 
And, uh, and to be fair, he had a couple of great saves earlier in the he game. Did, he did make some good saves. He's still a solid goalkeeper. He is. But again, this is what happens. And this is the tough thing, you know, when you go back into coaching and, and you look at this. He, To be fair, David Moyes set up the team well. They played well. They scored off some set pieces. They defended well. But he can't counter for these individual no. mistakes. But ultimately, that's going to be his downfall. That's going to be his job because of... You know, a Fabianski mistake, you know, or a defensive error, whatever it may be. And that's that's the tough thing about coaching, but we all know that. Well, we were talking about this before we went on today. Um, Liverpool basically is playing with eight forwards mm-hmm. and, the, and two defenders. Yeah. And if you don't get the ball, and basically any team that plays against Liverpool does not get the ball, yeah. right, because they control the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you got eight guys going on your <laughs> end, you know, constantly, and they're two, they're two fullbacks, the two outside backs, brilliant, are great offensive players. Yeah, but they don't have to, they don't have to defend, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, Trent Alexander Arnold, I think he's, I think he's the leading assist maker right now as a defender in the in the league, which is amazing, uh, really, really fantastic. But but yeah, I mean, they've got players running at you all day long. So defending has got to be very, very difficult. That's why I fear for Atletico Madrid when they come play Liverpool in yeah. the Champions League and certainly any teams that get there. But this is the sign of that good team, you know, just because they're down. They they didn't play very well. No. Even though they had 70% of the possession, they didn't play very well, but they found a way to win. Right. So that's why they're the champions elect, to be fair. So here, as we go into the... Now we have 11 games left. Here's how we sit. We have... Um, Fighting for that fourth and the fifth slot. Chelsea and Man U sit in those slots right now. Yep. Tottenham and Sheffield, one point back. Mm-hmm. The Wolves, two points back. Mm-hmm. Arsenal, three. Yep. Um, even Everton is not that far sure. off, even sure. though they lost this past week. So that's really the, the thing to watch yeah. for the rest of this league. Um, the other thing to watch is the bottom of the table, which is also yep. up for grabs. And we we're talking about West Ham. Right now they're in the... Um, the what what do you call it relegation rele- zone <laughs> a game that that word just disappeared from my yeah, brain for a second right. yes they're in that zone right yeah. now mm-hmm. um watford west ham aston villa bournemouth um all of them only two points apart yep with 11 games to play right no i think it's going to be right down to the wire i mean that's what's really nice if norwich doesn't get two wins in the next four or five games then they're gone well, I think they're gone. You think already. they're gone? Yeah, I mean, I mean they're close. already six points yeah. out. I mean, they they've got to get something real quick. There's got to be a change real quick, and yeah. it's happened, but I can't see it happening. No, especially after losing three nil on the weekend. So that right. was not good. But Watford, West Ham, still, you know, there's some fight in them there. You know, yeah. I think obviously this West Ham that was an encouraging, even though they lost, it was an encouraging match for them and their fans. They probably feel a little bit better. And then obviously Aston Villa and Bournemouth. You know, Aston Villa's on a bit of a poor run too. You they know, are three losses in a row here, and they still haven't dropped down. Into I mean, that's I know. how badly everyone's playing yeah. down here. So you've got um, so West Ham and Bournemouth and Watford have all been in the Premier League now for several years at sure. least. Yeah, sure. Right. So somebody, some mainstay is going down, and that's going to be worth millions of dollars to this club. Yeah. So they are going to be fighting 
with you know there may may not be biting penises but they are going to be they are going all out from yeah. here on in oh yeah definitely i mean there's it's going to be you know a fight to the finish just to survive uh, i fear for west ham because it's, you know they've got that massive stadium that's going to be hard to fill if they drop down into the championship that's for sure right all right it's time for your favorite part of the show great time now to guess the premier league star Okay, so last week we had a guest in here, and who uh, he guessed it immediately. Yeah, it was amazing so, how he knew that. It's, it's almost sure. like he was tipped off. I know. What, what, what the, I don't know how that happened. What the star is going to be. So this year, or this week, we're, <laughs> uh, we're featuring someone who is a 27-year-old star. All right. Mm. Uh, again, you're playing along at home. The, the idea is to guess this Premier League star before Adam does. Um, he's 27. People have already guessed it. (laughs) (laughs) Before coming to the Premier League, he played more than 130 games in the Bundesliga for Hamburg and Leverkusen. Okay. Those were his two teams. Okay. He is a striker. I think I know this one. Really? He's having a good year. Aubameyang? No. Close. He is currently on a top six team in the Premier League. Okay. He plays for his country's national team and has appeared in 87 games for them since 2010. So he he began on that team when he was 18 years old. He's been an international player for that long. Okay. Right? He is currently injured. Hmm. He scored the winning goal against Germany in the 2018 World Cup, which knocked the Germans out of the cup. See, this is what happens when you throw these ones in there. It makes it even worse because these are games that I need to remember. This is the Alzheimer's is kicking in. Oh, my goodness. He is Asian. He is Asian. Going blank here. Asian. He's injured. He plays for Tottenham. Oh, son, yes, of course. <laughs> Leverkusen, he didn't play. Did he play much for Leverkusen? He played 80-some games for Leverkusen. Okay, I guess yeah. he didn't. Yeah, of course, yeah. So wow. there you go. Wow. That's our uh, premier See, I'm always really thinking star. of current plays. That was a trick. So, you know, he's not even playing. He's not even in my radar. He so has only been out for one game. Well, that's the thing. You've got you to tell me that. If you, if you say he's injured right off the way, it changes everything. Okay. Well, I, I, don't, I, I don't want you to guess it. See, the whole point is I'm trying to make you not guess it. I know. That's true. That's true. And I think he did come from Hamburg. I think he was at Leverkusen and then he went to Hamburg, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, okay. That that's makes right. sense. Okay. Well, we have much more to come. We're still going to find out what's going on here in uh, Chicago. Uh, We're going to pick the scores of this upcoming week. We've got Adam's weekend TV tip. All that and more coming up uh, right after this. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Uh, This week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. My grandma's got a tea bag. Speaking of bags, big bag of drugs. My brush with the Empire Carpet Man. Our interview with Mike Toomey from WGN. All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. (laughs) The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. RadioMisfits.com. Lasano and Friends. I do this podcast. Really? Yeah, you should listen to it. What's it called? Well, the Santa on Friends.
Lasano and Friends or Lasano and Friends? No, it's Lasano. It's totally different. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It'd be nice if Tony were actually here today for this uh, promo we're doing. No, I think a promo stands on its own better when the star of the show is not in it whatsoever. Wow. Are we friends with each other or just Tony? I'm friends on Facebook. Yeah, we're hey, friends hey, on hey, Facebook. Hey, quite, quite, quite. Well, yeah. Lasano and Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. So is this really a promo? How long are we going? <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. And we are back. Uh, so um, a lot of stuff going on uh, in the soccer world, but also right here in Chicago. And now the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news, soccer news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. What do you got? All right. Well, next week's going to be very busy. We've got an extremely busy week. So... Uh, we're going to be hosting uh, the first of two meetings. Uh, we're calling it the Grassroots Symposium. So we're inviting all recreational coaches, teams, players, uh, well, I should say administrators, not so much players, but uh, to come in. There's a couple, of, there's two sessions there that we're doing. Uh, just kind of a best practices, ideas, thoughts, how you do things, and try and maybe give them a little bit of guidance on, on things that are moving forward. And the Grassroots is... Uh formerly known as recreational correct yeah so it's kind of a a little bit of a goal of mine to try to kind of change that a little bit i think grassroots just it can mean so many different things whereas recreation may be a little bit negative at times yeah um so we're going to try and see how that goes and we actually have a grassroots coach of the year who uh, is a green white uh, member so he's going to be getting an award yeah so and that's the other thing we're doing at the end of that week on that uh friday night uh, we have our banquet. Yes. Yeah, so we're really excited about that. So that's when we honor all of the, the players, coaches, administrators. We'll have a couple of special guests speaking as well. Our friends from Chelsea are going to be coming over. Oh, are they so, going to be there? That yeah, night? they're oh. going to be there Friday. And then um, and then we also have uh, Chicago Fire, Chicago Red Stars. Wow. So we've got quite a, quite a group of people there. So we're excited about that on Friday night. So a lot of people probably remember the 2018 banquet when... Um the uh, volunteer of the year, uh, Rick Kempfer, was uh, given a award. It was really a great night. So I it's mean, going to be hard to top that yeah, night. I, I remember the speech. It went for hours. I was like, get this guy off. Give when him I was a- in sixth grade. Uh, yeah. Give him a microphone. Anything happens. Yes. Um, and then we've got – So and then we're also going to be doing a, a clinic with, uh, with the Chelsea guys as well. So they're going to be coming over on that Saturday. Uh, so the registration's up. They can – Any uh, of the guys I know? Or? Yeah, Ian's going to be coming. Okay. So, so, yeah, it's going to be Ian and then Michael, a person we haven't met before. Okay. So, so those two guys will be here. But um, – yeah, so they're going to be coming over and they're going to be doing a little uh, clinic on that Saturday. So great for preseason. Uh, it's going to be on formations, oh, uh, cool. talking a little bit about you know how uh, how they do things and maybe some ideas and thoughts on that. So, and then um, yeah, so next week's going to be very busy. Lots of different things going on. Great. All right, it's time for uh, uh, we uh, we like to uh, pick the games mm-hmm. coming up because mm-hmm. uh, NBC has this uh, app that you can download and you can actually pick these games and they give out $50,000 if you get them all correct. <laughs> now, I think they've given out 50000 twice this year. That's how hard this is yeah. to do. And the whole country is picking them. But we're going to try to help you a little bit and let's uh, do that now. Rick and, Adam, Rick, and Adam. Rick and Adam, pick the scores. All right, so they have five games right. on their website. The first one is uh, your team. Uh, now, it's Bournemouth at home. Against Chelsea. 
well, after the victory. Uh, obviously, they have a big game tonight in the Champions League. Yeah. I think what's going to end up happening is Chelsea's going to get themselves a 2-1 victory on the road. That is what I also chose here, 2-1. Mm-hmm. We have Newcastle at home against Burnley. Now, I think both of these teams are safe. I think so, too. It's Your, your classic mid-table means yes, nothing match. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm tuning in for Newcastle-Burnley. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. This uh, will not be Adam's yeah, weekend. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a dire 1-1 draw, to be fair. It's going to be cold up there in Geordie land. Yeah. And then Burnley, my friend Mick Koleski, he'll be cheering them on. But uh, and my friend Gaza, who's the Newcastle fan, but one-one in a dire dire match. I actually, uh, I think Burnley is going to win this one. Okay, um, I've got them winning two to one. Okay, uh, we have Watford at home against Liverpool. Yeah, this should be a pretty decent match. Yeah. Um, Watford's fighting for them. Uh, they're at home. Liverpool on the road. Obviously, they're so good. Um, I'm thinking maybe Watford might might scrape a draw. Really? Maybe just because they've got a they've, they're fighting for their lives. So I'm going to go with a one-one draw. I've got Liverpool winning three to one. Okay. Uh, we have Everton at home against Man U. Should be a cracker this one. I think yeah. this is going to be a really good game on that Sunday. Um, I really like uh, Everton. I thought they played pretty well against Arsenal. We're a little bit yeah. unlucky. Um, and I, you know, obviously Manchester United. I like the Calvert Lewin up front. Oh yeah, I mean, I think since uh, since Ancelotti came in, he's just yeah. made a huge difference with that team and been a little bit unlucky. So I'm going to go with a, a two one man, uh, two one Everton win. I have it as a two two draw. Okay. Then we have Tottenham at home against the Wolves. This is a huge game yes. in terms of the standings. Exactly, they're right close next to each other. Uh, Wolves is playing very well. Uh, Tottenham struggling a little bit with the player personnel, as Jose keeps on telling us. I think Wolves are going to win this one. I think they'll get a good away victory. Uh, I'm going to say 1-0. All right. I'm going to call it a draw just because it's at Tottenham, and uh, somehow Jose gets uh, gets the best out of those guys. Yep. It kills me to say it, but it's true. <laughs> All right. So it's time for this. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. All right. As we mentioned, there's a bunch of good ones. So Yeah. I think I think Sunday is going to be the day. I, I really think those two games are really going to be good ones. Uh, they're at the same time. Okay. So, so that's the only tough thing. But I, I really think the Everton-Man United game is going to be a real good one to watch. Just because I like the way Everton has been playing. Uh, Man United is coming into a bit of form. So I think that might be a, a good one to see. Do we know which one's going to be on the main channel i would think the everton man united game okay i'll double check on that but i okay. think that's going to be on the nbcsn one yes all right so that's uh that's definitely worth checking out yeah so, sunday morning thanks uh again to our executive producer tony lasana with opishows.com opi is hippo backwards o-p-p-i-h shows.com we're distributed by ed silla with radio misfits Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, while Lou is on assignment, I'll be joined by nationally recognized Buick specialist Bill Kubik. 
for a wide-ranging discussion about our favorite topic, cars. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me for this special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, stay tuned, rock on TV. Now at the Museum of Broadcast Communications, from bandstand to gaga, let's rock on TV. For info and tickets, visit museum.tv. Coming to the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, and friends! That's us. I'm Kimmy. I'm Sam. And I am Tommy right here. We're going to talk about Florida men. We're going to talk about paranormal stories. We're going to talk about uh, city stuff. Sex talk. Sex talk. And sex talk. And yeah, sex talk will come up. But only if it's brought up. We got to keep that on the DL. So come meet your new friends with and friends on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, radiomisfits.com, and Opie Production.